0: Hi, I'm Jane Hilsden, Marketing Consultant and Founder of Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How to Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's our mission at Dragonfly Marketing to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because we know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. We believe small businesses are the back of a bone of our nation when your business grows it benefits not only you and your family it benefits your whole community small businesses create a vibrant and connected economy we employ local people we donate to local charities and we work together to build resilient and thriving regional communities the how to do marketing show is a podcast just for you and your small business Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about business and industry awards. And this is because I'm personally in the throes of putting together submissions for my Australian Marketing Institute Awards Um, And this is an episode that I have been meaning to uh, publish for a while, but I thought while I'm kind of in the thick of it and I've got my sleeves rolled up and I'm in the trenches, I thought I might share some of my findings and insights and thoughts around how business awards can really add to your business's brands. I remember my very first business award that I entered. It was the Woman in Business Award and it was with my local Chamber of Commerce Awards. Um, It was back in 2014. So what are we now? So that's like seven years ago. I have no idea what compelled me to enter at the time. I certainly didn't think I would win, um, but I entered and I attended with my fellow Hastings Business Women's Network colleagues as, as um, it was the Hastings Business Women's Network who actually sponsored this particular award that I was entering. And I remember I was up against some really established and amazing, you know, other women in business. And to be honest, I was just so proud to have made it to finalist. And honestly, if you know me, like I was just happy enough to have an excuse to get dressed up and go and drink champagne, just be part of the celebrations, you know, zero expectations that there would be, you know, a a trophy in it for me. So when I was announced as the winner in my category i nearly fell off my chair and in fact the event photographer managed to capture my shock beautifully i'll try and add that picture into into the show notes and i genuinely you know everyone goes oh i didn't think i'd win oh i didn't you know write a speech because i didn't think i win like i genuinely just you know it was the first time i'd ever entered um, I was happy just to, you know, trial it a couple of times and, and uh, you know, try my luck and, and see how it all went, get the feedback and keep trying for a couple of, of, of um, times. But anyway, so I won and I was like, right, okay, cool. This is awesome. And while I was completely shocked to win the award, I very quickly shot into ac- action to, to leverage the win. As I said, wasn't planning it but um, found myself on the the front cover of the local newspaper the following Monday. Um, I, of course, covered the win across my social media channels. I, of course, emailed my clients. And then I wrote a blog post about how to leverage this award win. Because honestly, I think it was this win that propelled my reputation locally into actually being a, I guess, a serious business person, you know, I guess someone to contend with, you know, this is not just some girl popping up talking about marketing, you know, this is an award-winning, you know, business person. It definitely amplified my brand both personally and professionally. And honestly, it was a huge lift for my business. And then I was just as shocked three years later when I entered the Australian Marketing Institute Awards for the first time and won the National Award for Small Budget Marketing. And honestly, I am not kidding when I say I really didn't expect to win. Again, like these are huge industry awards And I was, I mean, I was shocked even just to be finalist, but I was so happy to be finalist. And again, I just thought, well, I'll just, you know, go and drink champagne and get amongst it, use it as a networking opportunity, you know, check it out um, and get some feedback and and enter again next year. In fact, I was so convinced I wouldn't win that I actually went to the award ceremony, ceremony by myself. So it was in Melbourne. And I thought, oh, I won't bother paying for anyone to, you know, make the big trek to Melbourne because honestly, I'm not going to win. I'm just going to sit there and, you know, want to probably meet you people. I'll just go by myself. And I, I knew absolutely nobody at uh, the, the ceremony, but I knew I would meet people on the night because it's like a sit-down event. And honestly, you can't go wrong in a room of marketers. We're fairly chatty. So, of course, I did win that night and again I nearly fell off my chair when the announcement was made and again I was just so gobsmacked and quickly shot into my god I I (laughs) went I went out um, afterwards, like I met these other guys on my on my table and they were just so thrilled that I'd won. So we all went to karaoke. I was out until like 4 o'clock in the morning, had to get a flight back to Port Macquarie um, at 6 o'clock the next morning God, I was so hungover and so tired, but I remember sitting in the airport typing up my email to to my community to let them know that I'd won, sending media releases to the local media, um, put it posting um, posting things all over my social media channels. Like I really quickly again shot into into action because this was. Again, a, a huge win. And again, it was covered um, in local media, which was fantastic. And, um, and obviously, I got a lot of coverage out of it myself. Um, I've managed to snag another couple of state awards for the Small Budget Award and I've been finalist for the Certified Practicing Marketing, Marketer of the Year Award and that's the one I'm actually putting a submission um, together for again this year because I was finalist out last year but didn't win. Um, I won the Woman in Business Award for the second time But then I started kind of objecting to the fact that it was just the woman in business award. I feel like I'd much rather win the person in business award from now on. But honestly, that's just my personal opinion and possibly semantics. So I'll just leave that point there. So I've won some awards, but I've also had the great pleasure of judging quite a few as well. So I've been a judge with the Australian Marketing Institute now for three years and I've judged the local business awards. Well, actually, they were the Maclay Valley Business Awards. Um, That was quite a few years ago. So I have read a lot of award submissions in my time and can totally now pick a winning submission from what I'll call a a non-winning submission. Now, before I go into um, my top tips for for writing award submissions or or for submitting for an award um, and then, you know, leveraging that. I just want to bust some myths actually about awards because over the years that I have been entering awards I've um I've heard many opinions from from different small business owners of course that haven't entered awards um so I thought I'd just I'd just I mean you might have heard some of these yourself maybe you say these yourself as um your reason as to to not enter Awards, but I, I just thought I'd bust a few myths here. Um, so myth number one, marketing awards or business awards, industry awards, they're just for people who need external validation or for businesses or people that are attention seeking. Well, look, I'm not really sure about the external validation comment. You know, that's probably someone that, uh, that, 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 that's a comment perhaps that a psychologist might need to to comment on individually. But what I would say is you're absolutely right about the attention seeking part. Business awards are often part of marketing plans that I develop for small businesses because they do exactly that. They attract attention and it's the right kind of attention. Winning awards or even gaining final status can gain the attention of the media. It can gain the attention of your existing customers and it can gain the attention of your staff too. And of course, it can gain the attention of prospective customers and future employees too. So yes, that part of the myth is absolutely right. Business awards are all about gaining attention. Okay, myth number two, we don't need awards. We just need that to know that it's only important that our customers and clients know that we are doing a good job. Okay, well, if your small business needs to survive and thrive, if all they need to do is actually get in front of their existing customers and they have absolutely no interest in letting potential new customers about your best in class business well then yeah you probably don't need to enter awards if they all know how good you are compared to the competition however if you are a small business that's keen to grow by attracting the attention of new customers or your local community or the media then gaining a reputation for industry excellence is not a bad way to do this. Myth number three, we don't need awards. We are just way too busy being good at what we do. So I'd like to challenge this one and it probably probably challenges a few of the myths out there. So you're so good being busy at just being good at what you do, which is great. I'd also like to ask the question, is it that if you enter awards and you don't win, you'll be worried about what that means? Because let's face it, it's easy to proclaim yourself as awesome and as the best in the business. It's easy to listen to the customers that tell you you are awesome. But if you are the most awesome that you can ever be, Why not put this to the test? Benchmark yourself against others in your industry. If you are truly the most awesome business ever, then you'll most likely walk away with the gong. And if you don't win the gong, it doesn't mean that you're not awesome, but it could mean that there are a few things that you may need to improve upon in order to be the very best version of your business. So that's just some food for thought. Um, perhaps it's, it's challenged you around some of your previous beliefs around awards. And now that I've kind of dispelled some of the naysaying myths around why you wouldn't enter awards, let's look at some of the reasons for entering awards. Okay. And, and of course, as I'm a marketer, we're going to look at this from a strategic marketing point of view. So when we are putting together our marketing ecosystem, when, when we are looking at this strategically, so this is not just looking at business awards in a silo, these um, business awards sit up at the top of our marketing ecosystem funnel. So just up there in the awareness segment. So the objectives that awards will help you achieve are gaining some brand awareness objectives around brand positioning, around brand differentiation. They also help keep your business front of mind by providing you and not to mention the media with a reason to talk about your business. But having said that, they can also play into the bottom of the funnel where we're actually trying to encourage additional sales from existing customers Or when we're actually giving, when we're trying to give our brand advocates uh, a reason to talk about us to their friends and family. Honestly, I have run the comms campaigns around many award winning business wins, and you would not believe how proud your customers can be when your business wins an award because a lot of the time they're actually really happy to see you succeed, but also, it's a massive bat, pat on the back for themselves. Like, I choose to. Uh, I choose to buy from an award-winning business. My financial planner just won financial planner of the year. My coffee shop was just named the best cafe in New South Wales, or whatever the case may be. There's pride and assurance in this that they're making a good choice. Okay. So some of the reasons to to enter awards as a as a business. Number 1, they add to your credibility as a brand. So I don't know about you and if you're a wine drinker or or not or even a book reader. But I know whenever I go to go and buy wine, if I see gold medals on the gold or even silver or even bronze medals on the wine bottle. Look, like if I'm trying to look for a new variety or a new brand to try, if I see gold medals or medals on the label, that makes me pick that bottle up because I know that it's not easy to be awarded a medal. I must say I actually read what those medals are because some of those medals are a little bit ambiguous um, and they might say winery of the, of the year, but even still winery of the year they must be doing something right um so yeah like when I see award-winning wine it actually makes me pick it up off the shelf and I'm very very likely to to purchase that wine as a result same with books like if I see that it's won the Pulitzer Prize I pick that book up because I think well I know that that is a really esteemed prize um, so I'm going to check that book out. that must be that must be you know a, a really good book because otherwise as a customer, remember it's not just you and your business that they're assessing when they need to make a decision about who to choose, it's just like being in a bookshop or a wine shop. there's millions of choices or even if there's only two or three of cho- choices to make. If all of those bottles or books, or businesses look the same and say the same things, then how does the customer choose? You know, winning an award could be the factor that helps people choose your business over your competitors. And let me tell you, it's not easy to win awards. It's really hard work submitting an application, and it's generally really competitive so if a business has gone through that process and ended up with the gong, it absolutely adds to, to their credibility. Number two, they position you as an expert. So whether you are going for business for like a business excellence award, which is generally like your, your local chamber of commerce awards, or it could be something like the Telstra business awards um, or something like that. Or an industry related award, which is like the ones I go for, the Australian Marketing with the Australian Marketing Institute, but they've also got their Umbrella Awards and a few other ones. Um, Winning can really position you as an expert in your field because you've benchmarked yourself or your business against others in your industry and you've had an independent judging panel confirm that you win. I guess the only category award that that doesn't really fit or doesn't really work for is the popular choice awards, which I know there's a lot of um, of in, in local business awards. Um, you know, I know our local business awards hold a popularity style contest for a portion of their business awards. Businesses enter and then it's up to them to go and harness enough votes to be the winner. So I don't really agree with this style of award system as I don't think it really tells you anything except that, you know, someone's capable of going and and mustering, you know, lots of, lots of votes. Um, Number three, demonstrate your, this, the the awards um, give you a chance to demonstrate your passion. So A lot of the business owners and marketers that I know that have entered awards are really passionate about what they do. They're proud of their business, proud of their employees, proud of what they have built or the skills that they have have earned along the way and they've demonstrated and the outcomes that they've achieved. And I tell you what, this radiates, particularly from small business in the award process. And honestly, you can't help but be endeared to a business or an expert that demonstrates this level of, of passion and pride. So the fourth reason why it's a really, really good idea to enter business awards is it's an awesome opportunity to assess your business or your practices. So if you've ever entered awards where you need to submit a series of answers to uh, set questions, then you'll know how sometimes these sometimes challenging these questions can be. So say, for example, when I've entered business awards, they ask you questions about how is your business sustainable, like in terms of of an environmental point of view. It asks you questions about growth, financial and team, and it it gets you to be really granular on your goals. Um, It asks you questions about compliance, like work, work health safety. What measures have you got in place? Um, it asks you questions about how you're contributing to your community, why you deserve to win, how are you being innovative? All of these questions are really quite challenging and it really makes you reflect back into your business and go, well, yeah, how innovative am I? Um, And if you realise as part of this process that in fact, for example, your business is not innovative at all, then it kind of stimulates your thinking into, well, how could I be more innovative? You know, I didn't realise that we weren't being innovative, but yeah, you know, innovation is is something that keeps businesses alive and relevant and and financially sustainable you know we should be innovating and this this process has has highlighted that we're not so it's incredibly valuable as a as a business owner to go through that process with the marketing awards it's not actually asking you about your business but it's obviously getting you to highlight Um, A a marketing campaign and and with the Australian Marketing Institute, that um, award submissions, they just basically ask you four questions. When you're presenting your campaign, you've got to highlight what the issue was, um, then talk about what the solution was, talk about what the results were, and then outline any additional benefits. And this, this is just such a beautiful way to think about a campaign. And I must say, every campaign that I work on since, since um, submitting that, I kind of break it down into that really, really basic formula and make sure that if I ever was, uh, you know, in a position that I could enter this into, into the marketing awards, that I would tick all of those, those boxes. And be a, be able to articulate a really creative solution for each one. So, again, because I judge a lot of these awards, you know, when you when you read through the issue and the solution and the results, and it's really lackluster, you're kind of like, well, that must have led to pretty lackluster results for your campaign too. So, not only is it lacking luster in the in the submission department, but really as a marketing campaign you know, that doesn't really sound particularly inspiring. Um, so, so you know, I think when you're kind of thinking about, well, is this an award-winning campaign that I'm creating? You're only going to create fantastic campaigns for for your business or, or your client. Number five, It can actually be hugely motivating for your team when your business enters business awards. You know, what a brilliant reassurance for your team to know that the business that they work for is best in class or even better that the work that they do contributed to your business winning an award. It's the perfect opportunity to gather your team in for a bit of bonding, not to mention a bloody great excuse to get together for a huge knees up celebration. So the sixth reason um, for entering business awards, it can not only be hugely motivating for your team, it can be hugely motivating for your customers. As mentioned before, As humans, we are always looking for assurance that we have made the right decision, that our choice is going to be accepted by the tribe that we are in. And what better way to deliver that by letting them know that the service that you provide or the products that you sell to them have just been recognized with an award. You know, we all get awards at school. Even if none of us, you know, even if people had not been exposed to awards since school, everyone understands what winning an award is all about. And it's a huge reassurance for people to to understand that they have, you know, chosen well and chosen a business that's also been rewarded by other people. So they're my six reasons, and there's there's gosh, there'd be a bunch more as well. They're the six main reasons why I think you should you should really consider entering an award. Um, okay, so my top tips when when you make the decision to enter an, uh, an award, here's my top tips um, about right, you know, submitting for your award, and they come from I guess the the award winning submissions that I've written. But I think they probably also mostly come from me being a a judge and and just seeing so many different submissions. Um, And, and again, just being able to kind of sort the wheat from the chaff a bit here, um, you can really tell the difference between a well-written submission um, and one that's not so well-written. Okay, so number one, (laughs) this seems really obvious, but answer the questions. I know that seems obvious, but you would be surprised how many people just don't answer the question that has been asked. Um, I remember m- uh, marking one category for the AMI one year, and instead of crafting an answer for those four sections that I was talking to you about, so you know, outline the issue, um, what solution did you put in place, result, what were the results, what were the additional benefits? They literally just copied and pasted like their marketing campaign plan, or, or even in some parts, like just their marketing plan, like to the point that they hadn't even broken it down to at least try and, and fit the headings. So as a judge, you're kind of sitting there going, well, hang on. So you, you kind of got to muddle through it going, well, is which bit, is what you know what was the issue and what was the solution and what were the results. Like you had to sift through the whole marketing plan. Now the submission um format has changed quite a bit um since then. So you used to you used to just be able to submit like a document and it had a word count and no one ever stuck to the word count. Um, and and so you could kind of submit whatever you wanted now you actually have to, um, enter into a form, um, like an online form, which says, you know, state the issue state that, and you can only put so many words. So, so someone like that wouldn't be able to get away with just being so lazy now. Um, but it's, it's kind of disrespectful to the whole process to just not read the answers and just, you know, copy and paste text from somewhere and hope for the best. It's, it's a bit disrespectful to the judges who are often volunteering their time to judge but it's disrespectful to the whole process i guess if if you're going to make the effort to to enter awards like make the effort like do it justice when you don't answer the question you're making it really hard for judges to mark your your submission and so that's never really a good start in uh, in gaining points for, for that submission. You know, this is really an exercise in communication. And just like anything in life, if you've been asked a question, if you provide an awesome answer, then you gain to benefit. <laughs> and uh, in this case, you would benefit by getting some, some points. Um, number two, tip number two, Back up any motherhood statements with fact uh, this was this was something this was a um, tip that an awards coach gave to me His name was Peter vane and I remember seeking some help from him um, I think when I was entering some of the business awards. And it was such a good point. I just thought this is one of the best tips there are. So because particularly because you see so many sweeping motherhood statements about how your business, you know, how a business is best in class and and people will just rave on about my business is the best. My business is the best. Okay, how is it the best? So it's one thing to make sweeping statements about what you do and how you do it, but be prepared to back it up with proof. So for example, if you're going to claim exemplary customer service, prove this by sharing customer reviews that back this up or like a knockout net promoter score. Like that's actual evidence that you provide exemplary customer service because anyone can claim that they provide excellent customer service. If you're gonna claim that you've developed an impactful marketing campaign, share the results that demonstrate this impact. If you are claiming that you are an employer of choice, where are the staff testimonials that show this, or the stats around you know fantastic levels of staff retention? Always back up your motherhood statements with, with facts. Number three, demonstrate your passion. Remember, judges are human. We love to see passion and pride in a submission. A demonstration of passion can often set your submission apart from the others. But again, just make sure that this passion is measured with a well-structured demonstration of your answer to the question. So don't just be all passion, no demonstration, but throw the passion in there. Honestly, it just makes such a difference. Tip number four. Tell stories. Again, judges are humans and humans have been telling stories for years. Trust me, when you are reviewing 10, 20, 100 submissions all on the same topic, all submissions answering the same questions, it's pretty hard going. So, when there is a submission that takes you on a journey in an entertaining way, it's such a welcome point of differentiation. It's a beautiful way to get your point across. but. Just remember, you still need to make sure that your story answers the question. Are you hearing the theme here? (laughs) Okay, number five, tip number five, get someone to review your answers. Getting someone to proof your work to make sure that you A, have answered the questions, but also that your answers make sense and don't repeat themselves. And also get them to check if it's interesting. Are they taking you on? Are they being taken on the journey? I should say. Um, this goes to 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 say also, which is a little micro tip: make sure you work on your submission with time to be able to do this stuff including getting someone else to review your answers. If you're madly throwing in your submission with 5 minutes until the deadline, you won't get the chance to actually a review the award submission yourself, but B get somebody else to to review it. It's amazing. You know, I do version after version after version after review 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 myself and to the point where I think gosh, there can't be that much more and then I'll give it to my husband to review or a colleague to review. And um, they'll pick, they'll always pick stuff up and always really good, you know, stuff that that should be picked up. So it's always worth getting someone to review it. Um, Number six, tip number six, if you are asked to provide supporting material, do it most award submissions have a word count. So you're restricted to uploading your written submissions into an online portal. So every submission looks the same. There's no personality other than the content within the words. But if you are also given the opportunity to provide supporting items, this is where you can let your personality and creativity shine. So if you can, Upload a video or an audio file, or even some additional testimonials from customers. In all of my marketing submissions, I award submissions. I invest in a graphic designer to put a compilation of the the campaign creative and results together. I guess this is kind of a visual version of the story that I'm telling with my my answers. And as a judge i really look forward to reviewing the supporting material it gives me an inkling of the submissions passion and creativity and drive to win the award and and you know i think there's there's an unlimited amount of to in it to an extent of of supporting material that you can provide obviously don't go too nuts because you know the judges are, are judging many submissions um and might not have the time to to spend hours going through all of your additional stuff but definitely you know pick your best stuff um, and tell that story continue that story with your supporting material okay so they're my six top tips so just to go over those again answer the questions number one number two back up any motherhood statements with facts number three demonstrate your passion number four tell stories. Number five, get someone to review your answers. Number six, if you're asked to provide supporting material, do it. Okay. So if you submit a cracking submission and you manage to get to finalist and even go on to win, here's some tips on how you can leverage that win within your marketing activity, just like I did with with mine. Okay. Number one, leverage your finalist status if you have been successful in gaining finalist status this is something to celebrate plus if you don't actually go on to win the award celebrating the finalist statement might, st- status i should say might be your only chance to leverage your achievement because it doesn't really make sense to celebrate your finalist status after the fact you know when everyone's celebrating the winners it seems a little bit silly to be going, well, I was a finalist. I mean, you can, there's nothing, you know, it's not going to be um, a, a huge um, problem, but it just kind of makes sense to celebrate the finalists as, as they're announced. Um, number two, send a media release and a picture to your local or industry media. So remember, this, this has to be newsworthy beyond the fact that you have won an award for your business. So think about a story angle to pitch to the media around what else the award signifies. Is there a bigger story behind winning the award um, so that you can pitch that? I mean, for that, um, I can't even remember what the angle was. I mean, it literally was, they were covering the business awards. And I think just because... Um, I, I had actually pulled out a, a, um, kind of, kind of good little speech in the end, even though I hadn't written it. And I just caught the attention of the newspaper editor at the time. Um, and he loved it. And I just think he just, again, he said, you're so passionate about what you do. Um, and so he just chose me as, as the person to put on the, 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 the front cover, um, but then I think when I got some media coverage around the national award I won, I actually tied that in. I was actually in the middle of, of um, running a campaign for, um, so the, the award I won was for the tastings on Hastings event locally. And we we're actually in the process of actually running, you know, starting that marketing or, or, or no, the marketing must have just been culminating. The festival must have been coming up. So the bigger news story was about the the festival as well as the, award win. So it was kind of it was beyond it was yeah the story was beyond just the, the award win. So see if there's another angle that you can add to that to increase your chances of, of having that story picked up. Share the news via your social media channels and out via an email to your database. Look, shout this stuff out from the rooftops. This is this is a marketing activity. So yes we have to actually tell people about it. We have to communicate it And don't worry about seeming like a shameless self-promoter. Remember, your community will be happy for you. They'll be happy for themselves for choosing you. They want to hear this news. So don't worry about um, seeming narcissistic um, by sharing this this information. Um, and and again, you know, this is where you can be generous in, in your post by saying, you know, so happy um that that we've become finalists or we've won this award, our team. You know, is amazing, or the you know the people within our business have led to this moment, or you know I'm so fortunate that I get to work with clients who provide me you know the freedom to create these kind of campaigns. Like, be generous and share that win with other people, and then it doesn't feel so icky. And and most likely, other people have contributed to that win. So so make sure you you um, uh, give them the credit. Um, number four, include the finalist status on your website and even in your email signature. So remember that this award status can actually add to your credibility. So it absolutely should be something that you have on your website. As I mentioned with the wine bottles and the, and the books, you know, this could be the thing that differentiates you from your competition like I've actually had people say to me that they chose me because that they had seen that I'd won awards on my website so if you do win the award I mean I'm I'm you know sharing this information and this insight from a marketing point of view so it is important to to communicate that that you have won this award and embrace it you know show your pride show your passion um i think this is something that most people within a community will absolutely back you and and get behind you so they are my top tips around entering an award i've busted some myths I've given you plenty of reasons to enter in awards. You've got some tips there when it comes to writing your submission um, and then you've got some tips there as well that if you're successful in gaining finalist status or winning, that you can share this news. So I would love to hear from any of you that are entering awards this year and if you have some success there I really hope that this episode does get you to rethink um, rethink about, about entering awards for, for your business or for yourself. Um, and if you do, I wish you the very, very best. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. Hey, if you are really enjoying these episodes and feel like they are helping you become a better marketer, head into your podcast app and hit subscribe. That way you will not miss an episode and the marketing goodness will just keep flowing in. And if you know another small business owner who you think might also find this episode helpful, please grab a screenshot of the episode and send it over to them. And remember, if you are looking to create high-impact marketing on a small budget this year and you would love to work directly with me to learn exactly how I achieve this, head over to dragonflymarketing.com.au forward slash the-academy forward slash and apply to be part of our How To Do Marketing Academy. We would love to hear from you. And until next time, happy marketing.